business, bitch. I mix the henna with the simply. Yeah, uh huh. You know what it is. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Tupa five, and we live. Today is uh, March eighth, twenty twenty three. I don't know why I just told you the date, like a fucking uh, weatherman or something. But we're here with Tupa five. Not gonna lie. Or I would be lying if I said that I didn't feel like doing this episode today. Um, I felt like, you know, like I enjoy talking into the mic, recording the podcast and uploading the videos. So I, you know, inside of me, I wanted to do the podcast, but I'm just in a, in one of those moods where kind of feeling depressed, kind of feeling nihilistic, feeling lazy, just feeling like. I don't want to do anything and I'm feeling feeling like uh you know I'm in that that state of mind where it's just like why we kind of talked about this the other day in the nihilism video or the segment of nihilism and uh, I think it was two but three but yeah I often get into these mindsets it's just like why why am I talking into a mic by myself with nobody listening uh I mean technically nobody's listening now of course, the goal is to get people to listen, but you know, I get in these head these head spaces where I'm like, I upload all these videos, all these podcasts, and for like what, for who? But then I have to correct my way of thinking. I have to crawl myself out of that because you got to start somewhere. I mean, we all know this; it's a story as old as time. Because if you never start, you're never going to get anywhere. So. This is the start. This is only episode five. I can't be getting all. Oh, I can get depressed. It's a natural feeling, but I can't get all like uh, cynical on episode five. But yeah, sorry to start the episode off really depressing. I noticed what really helped me, though, is working out. That may sound cliche, but I wanted to get up at like. 7 a.m. this morning but my body was so sore from yesterday's workout and it was so sore that it was making my body so tired so I slept a few more hours I ended up going to the gym at like 10 but just being at the gym no music just me and the and the weights the bars the dumbbells the treadmill and it's spring break um at my gym my old campus's gym that's where I work out. It's spring break, so the gym is empty. Like, there's maybe one or two people in there for this whole week because everybody's just enjoying spring break. So that makes it a little better, just being empty. I just feel more free. I feel more comfortable. Just And I can take my time. You know, usually when you're at the gym, it feels like you kind of need to hurry up. I mean, I know you don't have to, but sometimes it feels like, okay, I can't sit on this this bench forever somebody else probably wants to use it but yeah getting in the gym definitely helped clear my mind a little bit then come home and take a shower got this fresh shirt on fresh carhartt uh and i'm feeling kind of good now and now that i start talking that's always the hard part is you know beginning but once i press record and i start talking in the mic it just becomes pretty easy it becomes pretty natural and we're here so yeah that was the intro for tupa five i got a topic to talk about that i'm very passionate about something that i've been passionate about for a long time 
And that is, and maybe a lot of you need to hear this as well, or you, you need to be reminded this. Your job does not give a fuck about you. And that is almost always the case that is true. Of course, you may work, I don't know, there's there's instances where it may not be the case or it may not be the case as much. Like maybe you have really caring managers, which can definitely help a lot. Or maybe you work for your family members or maybe you work for yourself. But for the majority of people, I'm talking about like, jobs with corporate jobs that are corporations jobs jobs that have you know many higher ups people that you don't see pulling the strings those jobs don't care about you at all and i feel like if you realize that maybe it will open your eyes to all the extra effort and all the and all the um how do i put it all the extra, extra, all the wasted energy, all the wasted, you know, consuming of your mind that you've been putting into your job, because at the end of the day, you're replaceable. Probably almost 10 times out of 10, you're replaceable. Sure, like I said, your managers might care for you. They might be really nice. They might be just, you know, a regular human who realizes that this is just a job and yeah, they're the manager of you, but they're not taking advantage of their position. You know, if you're in that situation, that's great. But like I said, the higher ups, the people, you know, that run the company or run the job, they don't care about you at all, at all. Because if you decide to quit today, you know, nine times out of 10, they're not going to be calling you nonstop. Hey, we need you or no, actually they might call you to say that we need you just because they need you to like, you know, work because they need, you know, they need help with the store being ran or whatever, wherever, wherever you work. But objectively, they're going to replace you as soon as they can without uh, a second thought. And I have two stories to tell that definitely go with what I'm saying. So the first story is all the way back when I was 17, I got my first job. I, uh, I got the job at the very end of my junior year of high school because, you know, I stopped playing football that same year, uh, and lacrosse season had just ended. So this was around May or June, uh, 2014. So almost 10 years ago. So I quit football that that year, my junior year. Lacrosse season just ended in the spring. So now I had nothing to do. Most people or a lot of people that didn't play sports, they had jobs. A lot of my friends were getting cars and you know, now that I'm have all this free time uh and I'm not playing sports at the moment, I might as well get a job, right? So I go job hunting. Um it didn't take that long to find a job because a lot of especially restaurants and like, you know, fast paced, like gas stations, fast food, those kind of places, they're always looking to hire people. So I got a job fairly quickly at this Italian restaurant and I was a bus boy. And, you know, I guess you could say I was happy. Uh, I was the only bus boy. And what was nice about it was I got a percentage of all the servers tips at the end of the night. So 
it was like every single day, every time I would walk in to work, they would hand me a little like a little manila envelope. It was like uh, just like a little envelope that I don't even know what I've never even seen them since then. But a little envelope, it would be like anywhere from fifteen dollars to forty or fifty dollars. And that was my percentage of the tips from last night or from yesterday, the last time I worked. So that was nice. I was getting tips every day plus a paycheck. So I was making a shitload of money in high school. Uh, I was making like over a grand a month, which is pretty good for a high schooler um, from tips. And, you know, I was making minimum wage. So my my checks were $200, $300. Plus I was getting hundred dollars, uh, hundreds worth of dollars and tips every week. So I was doing pretty good for myself. And I started that job in, I think, July or June. I think it was June 2014. And I worked relentlessly. I was, I will even say this without like saying, without, uh, you know, being egotistical. I was a great worker because I was young. I was working with all these adults. Like these people were legitimately like mid thirties or older. I was like the youngest person there. I was really quiet because it was my first job and I'm working with all these adults. I couldn't really relate to any of them, but you know, I would just grind like everything that I had to clean, every table I had to clean up every time I had to vacuum, you know, anything that I had to do, fill the ice machine, bro, I would do it super fast and I would make sure everything that I did was spotless. And that's why they liked me there because I was quiet and I did my job. What more can you ask for as an employer? So yeah, I worked, I think Tuesday through Saturday because Sunday and Monday were their slowest days. So I didn't work those days, but yeah, every day or five days a week from June until like, I want to say like October or November, five days a week from like June to October or November. So like, what is that? Like four to five, maybe six months. Five days a week, I was grinding, never caused a problem, never, never, you know, made it seem like they couldn't rely on me. I don't think I ever missed or I don't think I was ever late to my job. I always, not always, but I stayed after often to help clean up, bro. I was, I was probably one of the best workers you could think of, you know, being a bus boy. Um, so yeah, uh, I worked five days a week for the for however many months with no problems. Okay. So I had to set all that up to say this, it gets to like, I forget the exact month, either October or November. It gets to around that month. And I realize that I'm a senior in high school. This is the last year of, you know, unlimited freedom pretty much because when you're in high school, nobody really cares what you're doing. As long as you, you know, you're staying in school and maybe you have some kind of healthy activity that you're doing, nobody really cares. You're in school, you can do whatever you want. But I realized that this this is the last year that I have this freedom and, you know, people were people that didn't play sports, they were going to the games, football games, basketball games. They were doing all these activities, but I'm over here, you know, going to work at like 3 or 4 p.m., I forget the time, till like 10 p.m. uh 5 days a week. I'm not going to parties on the weekend, nothing like that. I realized that I'm just wasting all my time because I, I never asked for days off because I never needed days off. I just thought I'm just going to work, save money so I can spend money. I don't even remember what I spent money on back then because I wasn't doing anything. 
until this one day it was semi-state our football team was going to semi-state and I wanted to go I wanted to no shirt for the game I wanted to have fun I wanted to you know, and, and my, my, my peers, my uh, friends at school, they were trying to convince me to come because, you know, this might be the last football high school football game most of us ever experience. Sorry if you guys hear that bus behind me. But this might be the last football game we ever experience because if we don't win semi-state, that's it. And then, and it's also our senior year. Like, it really clicked with me whatever day that was that I need to have some fucking fun. I'm not doing anything but working. And maybe working out. I don't I don't remember if I was working out yet. So it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday. And I asked my manager, hey, can I have Friday off, this Friday off? Because our team is, football team is going to semi-state and I would love to go to the football game. Mind you, I hadn't been to any of the football games at this point. You know, and the hype was definitely building up. And I asked my manager, can I have this day off? They told me no. Because I'm the only bus boy and, you know, Fridays and Saturdays are restaurants, busiest times, whatever. And when they told me no, it really, it really set in with me. Like, they don't, they, they, they haven't appreciated me. They didn't, they didn't appreciate what I do. They don't, they didn't appreciate what I've done, like, all this time. And I asked for one day off. I had never, ever asked for a day off before this time. And they told me no. Right then and there, quit that fucking job. You know, I had been so locked in for all those months just realize or just thinking that I need to work because, you know, that's what society tells you to do. Work, make money so you can buy stuff that you want, blah, blah, blah. But then I got out of that mindset and I realized that, no, I need to have fun. You know, I'm not I wasn't a bad kid and I was wasting all my time just putting my head down and working so that the moment that I decided or realized that and I decided that, you know, I'm going to have some fun. And then my my job tells me no. When I was a if if you know, if you had a grade for a, a worker, I was a straight A worker. And then they tell me, no, I can't have one fucking night off, just one, just one night off. Just, bro, think about that. One night off and they say no. So I quit that fucking job. Once because once I said that, I realized like, you know what? You guys don't give a fuck about me. I don't give a fuck about you either. Luckily, um you know those tips that I was talking about earlier, the tips that I would get every day for some, you know, I guess you can call this divine intervention or, you know, something like that. One of the months, like August or September, I decided to take those little envelopes and just not open any of them for a month straight. So I would get them every day and then just put them in a shoebox in my closet. Then once I quit the job, you know, until my next paycheck or until my last paycheck comes, I'm not going to be making money anymore. So I decided to, you know, open up all these envelopes and count all the money. So I opened all the envelopes up and I counted Eight, around $800 just on a month a month's worth of tips. $800 that I saved up because I didn't open those little envelopes and it was perfect because my lacrosse season uh started in like February I think and I went to that semi state game had the time of my life like that like opened up life for me because after that semi state game you know, I started going to parties on the weekends, started going to basketball games. You know, my senior year was great because I decided to quit that stupid ass job. 
but I was able to live off those tips basically for like pretty much the whole senior year because I didn't get a job until after lacrosse season, which ends in like March or June or something like that. So it's just crazy how all everything worked out. You know, I would be a totally different person probably if I didn't quit that, uh, didn't quit that job that day and didn't go to that football game because I probably, if I didn't decide to stand up for myself, I probably would have just kept working there and who knows where my life would have went. And also if I didn't save up those tips, I wouldn't have been able to uh, have as much fun because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had money to spend in high school. So it was just, it was one of those moments in life where I realized that you know, I got to I got to take control of my own life. And I told that story just to say that your job doesn't care about you. <laughs> like I said, grinded my ass off for 5 to 6 months, never gave them any problems. They could always rely on me. I was probably by far their best worker. And then they lost me because I asked for one thing ever and they say no. And it was a, it was a special, it was a, uh, it needed to happen, I guess that definitely needed to happen because if they say yes, if they said yes and I went to the game, but I still worked there, maybe some other problems would have came up because obviously they didn't care about me, but that situation revealed to me that they definitely didn't care about me. So that was one story. The second story, the second instance in a job not caring about you is a little bit more, I guess you can say extreme, not really, you know, nothing crazy, but I'm going to, I'm going to show you or tell you guys this story to prove to you again that your workplace, your job does not care about you. So after high school, I worked at this factory, whoops, sorry if you heard that, Uh, but I went, I worked at this factory right out of high school and you know. To start off, it was pretty good. You know, I was making okay money. It was like 6 a.m. to noon. So I had all day to do what I wanted pretty much. And it was like four days a week. So not much to complain about. So this was like, I started in like July of 2015 after I graduated. And then, you know, that schedule and that, that pace went on until like the end of December. So I finished my first semester of college working at this factory with that schedule Things were doing okay. Um, no problems, nothing like that. I mean, I I didn't like the job. It was a factory, so it's just a lot of mindless work, and you feel like, you know, what you're doing isn't, you know, amounting to anything because you don't really see the direct result of, you know, what you're making or what you're doing. So, you know, I always felt that way, but I didn't really let it get to me because I didn't have a lot of problems yet. I was just, you know, right out of high school. What else was I going to do? That's what I was kind of thinking, like, you know, I'm going to college. It's fine. Just work this job, get through college, whatever. So once the second, my second semester of my freshman year came around of college, which starts in January. So the semester starts and I needed to switch my schedule because my work schedule didn't fit with my school schedule. So I started working midnight to 6 a.m. So I started there working 6 a.m. to noon, but now I'm working, I'm going to work at midnight. And I don't get out till 6 a.m., which, you know, it's still six hours. It's not the worst thing in the world, but, you know, 
I'm not that I'm not that type of person that likes staying up like that. And it really took a toll on my body. I got fat as fuck. Like I was pretty in shape until that schedule. Like that schedule, that midnight to six a.m., completely changed my life. Changed my it, it completely ruined my sleeping habits and my eating patterns, everything. And I just wasn't the healthiest because. When I would get off of work at 6 a.m., I had to go to school at 8 a.m. until like 5 p.m. twice a week. So out of the four days that I worked, I had to do that twice a week. May not seem like a lot, but you're not getting a lot of sleep uh, with that schedule. So going to work at midnight, getting off at 6 a.m., going to school at 8 a.m., getting out of school at 5 p.m., you got to go home eat, shower, take a nap before midnight again so you can go back to work. So it really messed with my body. And there was this one night, uh, I remember exactly what I ate. I ate some Tyson chicken tenders, like the ones that are like, you can get like flavored, like there's like buffalo, there's barbecue, honey barbecue. It's like a bag of frozen chicken tenders that you just bake or air fry. I ate some of those a bag of Doritos, and a red Gatorade, or a red Powerade. Uh, actually, I think it was a Gatorade. So that's what I ate, you know, before I took my nap to get up to work at midnight. So I ate that, and then I get up to go to work at midnight, I drive to work, it's like 25 to 30 minutes, go to work, and I'm like halfway through my shift, and my back starts killing me. I'm, I had like this job where you just, you're standing up the entire shift, and you're just like putting things on a conveyor belt so I'm standing up and I'm doing my job and I just get this really sharp gruesome pain in my lower back and I it was like almost like if I had to guess before I knew what it was it was like like my fucking like there was nerve damage in my in the bottom of my spine that's what it felt like but and then I don't know where I had to take a shit so I go to the bathroom and you know, it's one of those shits that where you like before you even sit down, it's just like exploding out of your ass because the pressure of you bending over <laughs> is expl- it's like shit everywhere. So I sit down to shit. And then while I'm pushing out the shit sitting on the toilet, I throw up in my pants because, you know, my, my pants are like around my legs. I'm sitting on the toilet and I couldn't help it. Like it came out of nowhere, like just like the shit, the throw up came out of nowhere. So I just bent over threw up all of my pants and you know it's pretty obvious at that point I had uh you know food poisoning or the stomach flu or whatever so I'm shitting uh diarrheaing uh relentlessly then I throw up in my pants and I literally I mean I can clean it up as much as I can but I have to put the pants back on because I have to you know at least go back out there and tell the uh what are they called like managers, I guess they're not called managers, but I'll just call them managers. I have to at least go out there and tell the managers like, Hey, uh, you know, I have food poisoning. I need to go home or something. So clean it up as much as I can put the pants back on. My fucking legs are all soggy and shit. Chunks of uh, honey barbecue chicken stuck to my thighs. And yeah, I, I clean up, go out, go to the managers and I'm like, Hey, um, you know, I just threw up in my pants and I have diarrhea. Like I'm pretty sure I have the stomach flu. Like I still felt horrible. And I'm like, uh, do you, what do you guys want me to do? Because 
you know, at most factories, there's like a point system. Like if you come late or you leave early or you don't show up, you lose points. And since I was a part-time worker, I only got three points for the year. And the year just started. This was January. I only got three points for the year. So if you point out, if you lose all your points, you get fired pretty much. So they're like, yeah, you can go home, but it's going to cost you a point. And I'm like, man, I'm not fucking going to waste my points or waste one of my points on, you know, this early in the year. And I still felt somewhat capable of working. So I decided to go back out on the floor and just finish out my shift because it was like halfway through. I had like two or three hours left. I decided to go out there and finish. So I go back to my spot. I'm working on the on the line. And I'm just, I had to pull this, like, this trash can over to me because I'm just throwing up nonstop, legit, like, projectile vom- vomiting, like, every couple minutes. And one of the managers notices that, and they're like, hey, you got to go home. So I'm like, okay. So I go home, or, you know, I get in my car to go home. got to get on the highway, like, 25, 30 minutes away. On my way home, I'm fucking, I have to pull my car over to the shoulder of the highway and throw up multiple times and even on the last time like I was getting so weak that well first I went to a gas station to get a a, some kind of I forget what drink I got let's say it was I don't know Powerade one of those like a body armor or something I go to the gas station to get one of those drinks to like replenish myself but you know I, I chug the whole thing drive a few more miles and then I pull over and just throw up that drink and it was actually kind of refreshing because whatever that whatever I drank it was when I threw it up it was cold and it tasted just like what I drank (laughs) but you know on that last throw up I had to just literally take a nap on the side of the highway because I was so weak I was so fucked up from those damn Tyson chicken tenders finally get home blah 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 I don't remember you know the exact details probably went to bed probably skipped school I don't know but I, whenever I went back to work, it was probably the next day. Whenever I went back to work, they told me that I got a point for that. And that really, really pissed me off. Like, really badly. Because I asked them, you know, can I go home? And they say, yes, you can go home, but you're going to get a point for that. And like I said, I felt like... I could at least finish my finish my shift, so I decided to go on the floor and finish the shift, but they sent me home because they saw that I was throwing up nonstop. So they they forced me to go home and they punished me for it for being sick, I, you know, visibly sick. It's not like I was fucking lying and faking it. So again, like the last story that I told, actually this job was a little different cuz I put in my two weeks uh at this job but you know that was the last straw that was another moment in my life where I realized that my job this workplace doesn't give a fuck about me like where is the humanity I'm shitting my brains out I'm working your job that you want me to with throw up in my pants I'm standing here throwing up in a trash can and then you punish me for this like 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 I caused it I mean I guess technically I did I ate what I ate but can't help it like where's the where's the sympathy bro like you're sending me home and giving me a point uh remind you i get three points for the year and they don't like fall off or anything so when you lose those three points you lose those three points so i lost a point in january that was pretty much out of my control because they forced me to go home 
So yeah, once that situation happened, I was fucking out of there swiftly. And that was the second story of, you know, realizing that the workplace doesn't care about me. There's, I have many more stories, you know, I've had a bunch of jobs, but those were the two stories that stand out. And yeah, um, I'm sure there's a lot of situations at wherever you work that, um, you can relate to where like all they care about is you being there just to fulfill the role. They don't care. They they don't care about your mental state. They don't care about, you know, your life basically outside of work. As long as you are working for them and you're, you know, at the spot to work, just do the job. And that's all that matters at that time. I remember working customer service. Customer service is fucking tough. And the customer service I worked at, you know, we had to work with, uh, your average customer, you know, just like somebody that walks in and, you know, asks questions and wants to buy stuff, maybe. And then like your consistent customers that are there like every day. Cause we sold like specific, we sold paint. I don't know why I'm trying to keep it cryptic. We sold paint. So we had like painters that came in every day and, you know, bought, you know, made orders and bought paint every day. And then you had your, uh, regular people that comes in, come in. And that was tough because like I was talking about, just just a second ago you can come in you know in a shitty mood like maybe you know maybe your dad was yelling at you just a few hours before maybe you went through a broke up maybe you fucking lost your wallet who knows you could have went through anything but when you come to work you got to put that smiling face on for these customers and you got to just not think about anything outside of work and just sell the product you know that's a very it's it's people who can do that like (laughs) there's a lot of people that can like put on a put on a uh, facade for whatever reason just to get through something but I'm not like that when I feel the emotions they I want to say they control me but you know I feel the emotions you know when I'm going through something or I'm thinking about something I want to attend to it so I can, you know, learn about it and work through it. I'm not, I'm not the type of person to just, you know, put it by the wayside for later. You know, I'm going to be thinking about that shit nonstop until I'm pretty much over it. So that was a really tough job to work at because, you know, every, you know, I'm pretty much working there every day and, you know, every day shit happens. So coming into work, wasn't always the easiest and a lot of uh a lot of workplaces don't care (laughs) simple as that they just don't care they just want you to do the job you know they see it as they're paying you so just do this fucking job boy just do this job for me that's how they see it so there you have it that was a the segment on just remembering that just treat your job like a job for the most part, depending on your job. Of course, you know, if you're in the medical business or something, it's a little different, but for most people, your job is just your job. They're going to treat you like, just like an employee and that's it. 
So just treat them like an employer and get your money because at the end of the day, that's all, that's all that that's there for, you know, you want to, whatever company you work for, say you work for, say you work at Lowe's or something, you're a, one of the managers, you probably care about your job a little bit because you're a manager and you know, that's where you work. But if you weren't, if you didn't work there, you wouldn't give a fuck about Lowe's. So, and if you didn't work there, Lowe's wouldn't give a fuck about you. And in fact, when you do work there, they still don't give a fuck about you. You're just doing a job for them. So yeah, don't overwork, don't overthink yourself or don't ever work yourself and don't overthink, don't overstress just over a job. It's really not that, really not that important. You can always make money doing something else. And yeah, that was that segment. Um, la 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 just trying to make some noise until I think of something new to say la 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 hopefully you are distracted until I think of something new to say La 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 la, hey, la 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 la, yeah, la 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 la. Well, the weather's kind of, it's kind of perfect in my opinion. I mean, it, of course, it depends on where you're from, but right now it's like around 50 degrees. The sun is out, like it's beaming out there, but it's chilly for sure. And I really like that weather because, you know, when it gets for me, when it gets too sunny and too hot, that shit is so depressing, honestly. Cuz I'm a bigger guy. I sweat like nobody's business. I'll walk to my car, I'm sweating. Wherever I got to drive to, I'm sweating in the car. Um, you know, if I'm like say we're at a restaurant and we're sitting outside on like a patio, if I lift my arm up to pick up my drink or pick up my fork, I'm sweating. That's the type of person I am. I just sweat way too much. And it that's one thing that, that depresses me about the summer is, like, my clothes are just... I can never have, like... God damn, this car behind me is loud as shit. But I can never just have, like... I can never feel fresh because I'm always sweating. And then the other thing that depresses me about the summer is it's too damn bright, bro go outside i get a fucking headache instantly can never pick my head up and i don't know why i'm not the person to wear sunglasses but i don't wear sunglasses so i feel like i can never look up like i always gotta keep my head down and like you know wrinkle my forehead to look at something in the summer it it just gets really annoying it gets really hot uh yeah i've never been a summer guy i've always been like a the the weather that is the transitioning period between spring and summer and then the fall. The fall is perfect. I actually do love the winter though. I just love the scenery of the winter. You know, I don't really, I honestly don't really care for, or I don't care about the cold in, in the uh, sense that, you know, it could be really cold. I don't really care. Like I'm still going to wear a t-shirt and shorts for some reason. I've always just been able to, the cold has never affected me. So the cold doesn't bother me and the scenery is just beautiful. And then you get to the holiday season 
Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, uh, Eid. I think that's in December. Um, what else? Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's. My birthday is in December. Uh, what else? I think that's all the major holidays. But yeah, the holiday season gets beautiful. Christmas colors, you know, everything just feels nicer. Like it feel, or everybody feels nicer. You go to the mall, or everybody's just in like a kind of a festive spirit, for the most part. You know, it feels like the damn, at least where I'm from, because we get you know pretty cold and somewhat gruesome winters. But around the holiday season, it feels like Whoville, like. The streets are busy as hell. The mall's busy as hell. Everybody's like frantically going around the stores trying to get Christmas presents and everything's busy. Inside the mall smells like uh, really good toasted nuts. I love a good toasted nut in my mouth. But yeah, really, it smells really good in the mall. It smells like you can smell Yankee candle because people are buying more candles. And yeah, the holiday, the holiday season is definitely my favorite time of the year. Uh it feels great because like I said about summer, I sweat way too much and that's because I run hot. Like for some reason I'm always hotter than usual. And in the winter, it just like it cools me down. It, the the cold weather feels good on my skin. So that's why I like the winter for the most part. La 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 hey la 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 I'm trying to distract you until I find something else to say la 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 hey la 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 guess we can end it I mean I do this Monday through Friday it's not like I got to say everything in one podcast So if you guys liked listening to this podcast Tupa 5 definitely leave a like Follow on Spotify or Apple Music or Pandora or Amazon Music, wherever you're listening to or wherever you're listening, wherever you are listening from. Bro, talking, talking out loud sometimes is hard, is difficult. Wherever you are listening from, follow the podcast. Follow my Instagram at the unfunniest podcast alive. Or you can follow my personal Instagram at Super GM Eli, and that's Super with two R's. The YouTube is the same, Super GM Eli. We have all the vi- we I have all the visual content on YouTube. So if you want to see me sit here lonely with a microphone in my hand, you can watch the visual visual content on YouTube. Trying to make it big, man. Trying to. Trying to get it out the mud, you feel me? With these uh, with these words on in this mic, bruh. And yeah, that was that's this is the end of the podcast, bruh. You feel me? So when I'm when am I gonna stop recording? It started off cool, but now it's getting boring. Is anything I say really important? Uh, I like my bitches foreign and imported.
from damn I can't think of a country that rhymes with imported what country rhymes with imported I'll end the podcast when I find a country that rhymes with imported um I guess there's like Paris. <laughs>